This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 30 points, no touchdown passes. It's been ground dominance, third and goal. Trying to get one here, and guess what? Happy birthday, Odell Beckham. Watch this at the top. Boop, boop, boop. And then break out, and he got Woolen, and great touch. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. If you ever wondered what $18 million sounded like. Watch this right here. Nick, watch this. Like what? What? And again, like red zone is kind of warped the way that we, in a good way, I think it's kind of warped the way we watch football that I feel like the full Jim Nance, Tony Romo experience, we won't probably get until wild card weekend. And then we'll all be sure. sitting there on that Saturday or Sunday in January. Like, oh, oh yeah. I forgot that this is what this is. Boop, boop, boop. Not a Jim. I'm not sure. I don't know. Gene, what do you think? Gene, what do you think? Well, guys. Well, guys, I'm actually sitting right next to you, and I'll be a part of the telecast now going forward. What? God, Where'd you get God. that stool from? You're just going to sit God here? God almighty. Uh, Remember he Lamar was on Jackson. the post-game show? What playoff game was he on the post-game show for? I feel like it was like Bills-Bengals last year. I could be wrong about that, it, but yeah, I think it was like it one was, of the divisional the round hit out games. Of bounds. Yeah, it was the late hit out of bounds on the in the Bills-Bengals game. Or in the, no, the Chiefs-Bengals, AFC championship, the AFC, right? The AFC title yeah. game. Yeah, right. I, I think that was it. Maybe it was Bills-Bengals, but like... Just all of a sudden, they go back to the set, and he's got like a fifth seat, like next to something. It's like, where? Who brought this? Where did this come from? <laughs> like, I don't know. In the NCAA it? tournament, he did it too. He just came in. He was just like, ah, I'm just going to sit here for the rest of the show. Who asked for this? I mean, this <laughs> is like, like this is like in wrestling. Yeah. It's like in wrestling when like demolition used to be around and it was uh, it was Axe and Smash and then Crush joined Demolition and they would like like all of a sudden it'd be like a two on two tag match and Crush would just like sub out and Crush would go into the ring. It's like that's what Gene Sterritter just like tags himself in and just like sits down whenever he wants. And that's yeah. his contract. He's just like go like like what I don't even know like what shows like NCIS like Gene Sterritter is just gonna wander on set and be like part of an episode. Like how does this keep happening? CSI What's even, NFL. Like, the yeah. What's the top show on CBS now? Like, not on, like, sports show. Probably, like, Young Sheldon or something. <laughs> like, how about this? What's the top show <laughs> on, on ABC right now? Probably Bachelor. NBC. Voice. Okay, I don't, it's like, I don't even know, like, what channels these shows are on. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to, uh, well, top, to prepare the top-rated show on NBC is, is Sunday Night Football. But besides for sports, besides right. for sports. Yeah, like that's the highest rated show on television, period. Like what show on CBS, what show on CBS would like Gene Sterritt or just like show up to and all of a sudden like there he is. 
Well, it's funny, like, I, I'm pretty sure, I, I mean, The Bachelor has to be ABC's highest rated show, and The Voice has to be NBC's highest rated show. CBS is trickier. Like, Alex writes Survivor, which, like, which is like season 76 or something at this point for this. Probe still looks pretty good, to be honest. Good for him. Um, I can't, like, what, like, what are, yeah, what's their comedy now? Like, it's Young uh, Sheldon has to be the, com- that has to be the I'm, comedy. I mean, and also, around. like, what, what's, like, in all seriousness, what season of Young Sheldon are we at right now? Like, it's like You're questioning like whether, whether Young is the appropriate adjective anymore. Is that what we're going <laughs> but, with? But, but like Big Bang Theory went off the air, like when the actual like Big Bang <laughs> happened in the universe. Like it's been off the air for a long time. Like, it's been like, off for young, a while. At, at some point, it's, it's like young adolescent six Sheldon seasons. at this point. That's it's it. It's going like The Simpsons, where like just the time stands still in perpetuity. 127 episodes. Oh my, who, a, who's asking for this? I'm gonna, you know what I'm, you know, I'm gonna do this summer? Binge watch Young Sheldon. <laughs> take me, take me two months. <laughs> All right. Honey, what are you doing down there? I'm knocking out episode eight for tonight. It's good. You just said a really clever thing at school. Yeah. I, like Chuck Lorre, who like invent, like yeah. wrote like uh, Two and a Half Men, Big, Big yes. Bang Theory. I think he did um, Two Broke like Girls. And now and, television writers right now. I, I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, like. How good, like, that guy never gets talked about in terms of, like, lives you would want to have. He's yeah. got to be up there. And I know nothing like about him to know if it's, like, a good guy residuals. or not. That's like, how, that's how mean, much he's green. <laughs> I mean, he's just, like, he just, like, like, he literally is just, like, sitting there right now. Thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Our whole universe is <laughs> in a hot thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Man, 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 manly man, 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 thousand dollars. Just, like, God bless him. Anyway. Yeah, Gene Steratore just gonna like show up on like The Price is Right or something. Hey guys, it's me. Oh, d- 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 uh, Gene. Gene, what's the showcase showdown? <laughs> Gene, how much? How much does Drano cost? Gene, I need to know. All right, uh, P squared B squared NFL awards today. As we uh, we get the thermometer and we take the temperature of the award markets halfway through uh, halfway through the season. Uh, Lamar Jackson was the highlight we played coming back from break because. The Ravens might be the best team in football, at least not named the Kansas City Chiefs. And Lamar Jackson starting to get a lot of burn, a lot of run for NFL Most Valuable Player. How about Jake bringing the music? Good job, Jake. Uh, Lamar is the third choice right now, Ken, in the betting market to be NFL Most Valuable Player. He is 4-1. to one. Patrick Mahomes is your favorite, plus 275. He, of course, won last year. Jalen Hurts is the second choice at 3-1. to one. Lamar at 4, Tua plus 650. Joe Burrow at 8. Josh Allen at 16, Trevor Lawrence at 20, and then I will just read a couple other names just because. McCaffrey, 28, Brock Purdy at 40, Jared Goff at 40. I have chosen to draw the Gettleman line there. Uh, We are at the halfway point in the season. Ken, let us begin with NFL Most Valuable Player and thoughts on this particular award market, please. I think this is the one that's the most likely to get really fun down the stretch. A lot of them feel either that they're decided in that there's a big favorite and if the big favorite just keeps playing he wins or there's like two candidates or three and like comeback we don't even know there might only be one we don't even know maybe debar hamlin just wins this is this is the one that can still get really fun and even and in addition to telling you like what i bet in the market i'll also tell you like i, I think i've consumed if you've written an awards piece at the mid-season mark or done a poll or anything like i've read it maybe twice and uh and my you know Try to try to just get as much of a consensus as possible just for how people think about this stuff, because it might be different than how I think and how I think is irrelevant because I don't vote and I'm trying to get in the minds of the people who are voting. And this feels very open. So the consensus at the midseason point 
was that there was no consensus. The player who I would say got the most run in terms of like first place votes or talked about or whatever was Lamar. I think that was like clear. We had Baldy on yesterday. He said Lamar was his MVP at the Macy's Bowl. I would say that like most closely correlates with what I've read, but I will say there was like no consensus. There were a ton of different names mentioned and some of the names that even weren't mentioned, I still think are alive. Like Joe Burrow didn't get mentioned once in like any piece anywhere, even as like a third, fourth position because they weren't very good the first half of the season, but they're kind of coming on right now. So I think the idea is, you know, if he continues playing well, that's like the sell for Burrow, even though statistically he's far behind the others. I was a little surprised Tua didn't get as much run as I thought, given that he is the leading passer in the league right now, like leads in passing yards, I believe still leads in passing touchdowns. He does by one over Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins, who obviously won't be throwing any more touchdowns this year. And so I, I just was a little surprised too. And I, you know, I think, oh, well, why was that? Well, probably because two has lost to every good team that he's played so far this year. So the voters are like, well, I, I'm not going to vote for him. I'm, I'm going to favor Lamar Jackson or I'm going to favor somebody else. But I think if there is something to take away from all of the sort of content that came out of the midseason, and I think this sort of you know, applies to like what we see in the market and probably Nick, how you and I think about this award. I mean, you could still tell me it's like one of seven maybe right now or something. And I'd be like, not only is that possible, it's like reasonable. Like it's not a 1%. It's like, no, like these things actually are all very likely. Um, and it's, you know, Mahomes, Hertz, Lamar, Tua, Burrow, Josh Allen. And then like, I have to put Tyreek Hill in this only because like he gets kind of floated as like, well, if the voters got really crazy and he broke 2000 yards and I don't think, I think they would always favor a quarterback unless it was like, you need a really specific situation, I guess. But I'll, I'll throw him in there only because like he was mentioned on the fringes of some of these pieces as like a remote possibility. Maybe, maybe that's it. Um, but if it was like, well, who of those would win? I, I still feel like it's very wide open. Do you agree with that? I do. I, I would just... Not that he can't win. They could win every game the rest of the year, and he could go nuclear and have great statistical games. I almost feel like Josh Allen's out. Like, he's out at well, this it's point. Well, fun it's funny you mention that, because, like, you look at the record, right? He's the one guy, I, Ken, that I was like, that you mentioned that I was like, I don't know about Josh Allen. And he could well, win. The, I just don't know. Like, the I'm funny like, thing, I don't know if I would bet him. Right? So here's the funny thing. So I agree, I agree with you in terms of like, if I was a voter here, here's how I would think about things like the, you know, the, the overall body of work, like statistically, you know, like he's in the top five and passing yards and passing touchdowns, but Buffalo's five and four. Like this is, this does not trend toward the type of record that an MVP would typically have, but it's just worth noting. And I don't, so I don't think he's going to win also he will be like the analytics candidate. And that that's not a candidate that usually wins. To be fair, there aren't enough voters that think this way to cast those votes. So we have Eric Eager on sometimes. Remember we asked him a couple weeks ago, like, who, like, hey, like, who stands out? He goes, like, well, Josh Allen, like, his EPA is unbelievable still. Like, he's still, like, really, really good, even if the record's not good. Ben Aaron Solak Schatz, talked about this, but he was on with us yes. somewhat recently also. That, like, right. if not for Mahomes, like, Allen would be viewed as, like, the no-doubt best quarterback in the NFL. Solak, totally agree. Aaron Schatz was on Gil Alexander's show on VEASAN today. He votes for MVP, and his MVP was Josh Allen. So just like to give you an idea of like, it's not that like this is going to happen. Just understand that there's kind of this like undercurrent of if the record's good enough, 
there is like a subsection of the voting base and how people talk about football that seems to still be really in on Josh Allen, despite like what we see and the turnovers and the losses. Now, I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think the offense is like capable of doing it, honestly, or that they're capable of winning that many games. Like if they go, you know, 10 and seven, like he's not winning. Like if they go 10 and seven um, and so you know, I make the playoffs if they go 10 and seven. So I don't think it's, but I, I have to put him on the list just because like at some point it's like not what I think. It's like, okay, like, is there this opinion that's out there from people that are, you know, around voters or vote? And that's still there. So I don't think it's the likeliest one, but I think he still has to be on the list. You better, you better. You were Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday. Taking the temperature of NFL awards at the midway point of the season right now. Talking most valuable player. Um, any interest in, like, Jared Goff at 40-1 to 1 if the Lions are going to roll up a gaudy one-loss one record? And then we can kind of, like, put a bow on the MVP conversation and anyone that you think is worth betting at these at these numbers right now. So I, I don't I don't think uh, Dak would, I guess, be the other one, right, that you would make just because the record of the team, uh, Purdy and McCaffrey, just because like if the Niners win a lot of games like these would be like the winning team candidates. None of them get any burn at the midseason mark. It feels like they're Dak's not winning his I own division at this point. Right. right? Like that's tough. I don't, I don't think they're worthy. I mean, to be fair, the Niners may not win their own division. Also, uh, Lions are going to win their division. So I, I don't think these are candidates worth discussing. I don't think two, uh, Tyreek is a candidate worth discussing. Um, the team record, it doesn't look like it's going to end up being there versus maybe like Baltimore or Kansas City. Tua would probably win instead. Still feels like a fringe case. He, like if he breaks the record, I think it's just offensive player of the year. Um, the other thing I just wanted to bring up here, because it seems like a lot of just like, you know, and to be fair, like it, it is, it's, it's open. And so there's just a lot of discussion. There isn't like some mistake in the market. Lamar's gotten the most pub and just understand that like, even if we don't like Josh Allen, he is entering a home game where he's a seven and a half point favorite. And, you know, even if we don't like Mahomes, like he's going to be a big favorite in a bunch of games they're on by this week. Like Lamar Jackson's facing the number one defense in the league by a lot of measurement. And this tripped up Brock Purdy a few weeks ago too, where he was getting a ton of pub. Now, to be fair, that was on the road and he got a ton of, there were a ton of guys injured and it was raining. And there were a lot of things that were bad, just like, okay, Lamar can be ahead right now. What is most likely to be true after this week? Probably that someone else is ahead, even if it's by a little bit or that it's him and a lot of other. So like, cool, his price drops. He looks great in the polls. I don't think this is the week to buy. And it's just really easy to explain. Look at the matchup. Like, okay, Mahomes' price isn't going to drop. He's not playing. Lamar's playing the best defense he can play on a team that's seen him a bunch. Um, just doesn't seem like a time to buy him, even though I think he would be on the list. The funny thing is, and also worth noting, Joe Burrow may not have his number one and number two wide receivers, and he's playing Houston. So even if they win, are the statistics going to be awesome if T. Higgins doesn't play and if Jamar Chase doesn't play? How is that candidacy looking? So it's just kind of like, all right, like who who's going to look great? That, like that's the, the question I have trouble answering. Who's going to look really good this week? And we like Denver. But to be fair, if we did not like Denver, your your pick might be Josh Allen for the guy who looks really good this week. Seven and a half point favorite at home on Monday Night Football. It's a really fun thing to do week to week. Like, okay, here's what we know up to this point. This week, whose price is likely to change positively? This week, that's like, a, I think that's like a really tough question to answer this week. Well, I'll, I don't like this side of this game this week. Right. If Trevor Lawrence plays really well and the Jaguars beat the 49ers, like, I think, like, sure. that campaign's going to, like, pick up in full foot. I like the Niners in the game. Like, I bet San Francisco. But, like, if we, we, we've seen this Niners secondary be had. Like, if Lawrence has a big game coming out of the bye, like, I, I and they're 7-2 and two and they beat San Francisco, I could see him being the guy that people talk about next week. He's a 20-1 to one would, right now. But they're also underdogs in the game, to be fair. I would pass him only because, like, no burn at the midseason and statistically – 
impossibly far behind almost in some ways, has less than half the touchdown passes of some of his contemporaries. So like can win a lot of games, just like it's gotta be a big stat game too. And then it's gotta be followed up with like multiple more huge stat games. Got nine touchdown passes. Two has got 19 already. Just really far behind the eight ball, I think, to make that argument for him. But I agree with you, like he would get more burn if they won. Uh, And so any bets right now at current prices to wrap up here on, on NFL Most Valuable Player? I don't if uh, if Chase and Higgins were going to play, I'd say you could actually maybe get another week of burn out of Burrow. Let's see, like if they play and with all the other things I just talked about, maybe his price just keeps dropping. If they beat Houston, their big favorite in the game, Need them to play. the latest new. The latest news we have, no T. Higgins at Bengals practice on Thursday. We're awaiting the official practice designation on Thursday of Bengals star receiver Jamar Chase. On the other side, Offensive Player of the Year. P-squared, B-squared awards rolls on.